everyone, I'm Troy Dodds and welcome to The Week. This is your complete look at the week that was and the week that will be in Penrith and surrounds. It's a special edition of The Week this morning as we look back on the 2017 season for the Penrith Panthers. Nathan Taylor will join me in just a moment to do that. Don't forget The Week can be heard every Saturday morning on Vintage FM in Penrith from 8am and also as a podcast on the Western Weekender website and social media from 9am on Saturdays. We're also on iTunes, simply search Western Weekender and you'll find the latest episode. Make sure you subscribe to get the latest episode as soon as it lands and why not leave us a rating on itunes as well so as many people as possible can find out about the week here at the week we want to keep you informed about what's happening in the city where we live work and play don't forget that the western weekender print edition is out every friday including your gloss property magazine western property you can also view the digital editions and all the latest breaking news at westernweekender.com.au or follow us on facebook twitter or instagram and of course, Vintage FM plays the music you grew up with. You can listen on your radio or, of course, jump on to vintagefm.com.au. Well, as I mentioned, we are wrapping up the Panthers 2017 season today on the week. And joining me to do that is the Western Weekenders, Nathan Taylor. G'day, Nathan. G'day, Troy. Well, it's a shame that we're wrapping up the season. We shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> a bit early. It is a bit early to wrap up the season. But of course, the, uh, the Panthers bowing out to the Broncos last week. That's right. It was a game that we all thought they could win, but in the end, they just couldn't get there, losing 13-6 to to the Broncos up at Suncorp. It was a great game to watch. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be for the Panthers this year. All right. Well, we're going to have a look um, in our next five segments at the five moments that defined the season for the Penrith Panthers. As Nathan mentions, coming out with a 13-6 loss to the Broncos last week. We have uh, just four teams uh, competing after that, with the, uh, the Panthers going down last Friday. We'll uh, take a break. We'll come back and start wrapping up the season. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. It is the week and we are wrapping up the Panthers 2017 season in this week's edition and we're going to have a look at the five moments that defined the season today and we start Nathan with the Bryce Cartwright saga Mm. Um, now even though this story hung around for a little while it probably had bigger effects than we know of course it started uh, way back in round one the the day after Penrith lost to the Dragons front page headlines we all know the story but um, how much did it affect Penrith in those early weeks yeah look it was the worst way to start the season we got flogged that day against the Dragons ended up on the bottom of the table and the Bryce Cartwright story was flashed across the front pages of the paper and on all the news channels as well. I think this did a lot of harm to Penrith, especially to Bryce Cartwright himself. He's such a big figure in the team and, and you know, Penrith can rely on him. He's a real X factor, but he just wasn't on for that early part of the season while he was coming back from injury and having all sorts of dramas there. You can tell his mind wasn't on the job because of those off-field issues. And of course, it's probably only in the maybe the finals match against Manly that we could say he was actually back to his best. It took a long yeah. time for Bryce to recover from that, probably mentally as, as well as physically with the injury. It was a tough year. It was a real tough year, and as mentioned, he was out for most of that middle part of the season there. But he did return to uh, lighter duties towards the back end of the season, coming off the bench, um, playing you know a small role in the team. And yeah, we really saw the best of Bryce in that uh, first finals match. Unfortunately, we didn't see it in the Brisbane game. But um, yeah, hopefully that's a good sign to, to come for him for next year. And we say it to find the season because even though there was a glimmer of hope there towards the end, because of the way the season started against the Dragons and then the negative press really affected the team, the top four was pretty much gone by round mm. six or seven for Penrith. Yeah, that's right. And Bryce is an experienced player. While he's only young, he has played a lot of first grade. So that's what Penrith were missing for a lot of those games. It was experience. They had to bring up a lot of young guys. And uh, yeah, I think he would have made a real big difference had none of those dramas happened earlier on in the season. But they did. And, uh, you know, Penrith had to deal with it in their way only. All right. Well, the Bryce Cartwright saga, one of the defining moments of 2017. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender.
Well, let's have a look at another moment that defined the season, and it happened in country New South Wales, in Bathurst, of mm. all places. And I guess at the time, even though we knew this was an important win, it was the way the win came about that was particularly special, but also, as it turned out, one of the defining matches of the season because of where Penrith and Canberra finished on the ladder. Take us through it again. What happened in those crazy few minutes at Bathurst? Yeah, so basically, uh, it was a real roller coaster affair in that game, and then Canberra, uh, towards the end of the game, had a real strong lead there, and, and they actually crossed the line and, and went up to the video referee and we thought, oh, this would be the try, this will end it all. That try actually never came through, but Penrith was still down by two tries and needed to score twice in two minutes. And I'm going to admit to the listeners out there today, when Canberra went over in the corner right in front of me, <laughs> I packed up my camping chair, said, said to my girlfriend, we're out of here. And we started walking out the gates. And during that moment, as we were walking, Penrith scored through uh, Corey Herrera-Nara, I believe it was. And then they basically had one play to, to win the game and they managed to score on the sideline through Tyrone Peachy. And, and we, we watched that as we were at the gate, ready to leave, because <laughs> I had lost faith. I thought, no, nah, that's it, stuff it. I've driven three hours to Bathurst and back and I haven't seen a win. But yeah, that was an incredible game and definitely the most exciting finish of the year. And of course, it was a, a defining game because it, it really, in the end, when it all comes down to it, it, it confirmed Penrith's spot in the top eight in many ways. Uh, they would have really fallen behind the pack if they hadn't somehow pulled out that miracle win. Well, that's right. It turns out that, you know, Penrith could have easily missed out on the finals in that last round, had things not gone their way, and Canberra could have gotten in there had they won, because they only just missed out by a few points as well. So, yeah, that game was really important. It started a bit of a, a win streak for Penrith as well, which was really good too. So, yeah, that gave the team a lot of confidence, I think, and um, really brought them back together again. All right. Well, the win in Bathurst, the miracle in Bathurst, another moment that defined the season for the Penrith Panthers in 2017. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. We are looking at the moments that defined the season for the Penrith Panthers as we wrap up the year. Troy Dodds and Nathan Taylor with you. Now let's have a look at another interesting one and that is the uh, Matt Moylan, Peter Hicku and Wunga Blake drama mm. down in Melbourne. Now this is a funny moment to say it defined the season but we all know that they got dropped uh, for going out for a few little drinkies mm-hmm. um, beyond the curfew that was implemented on them. And I guess there's two reasons that this kind of defined the season. Number one, it sparked the Matt Moylan rumours and dramas that we'll talk about about a little bit more, but it also led to Penrith losing to Souths, a critical game as it turned out. Yeah, that's right. Those boys were dropped for those games um, against the the Rabbitohs the week after, and many pundits and, and experts said that you know, Anthony Griffin's decision to drop those players could play a big part in them missing the finals. And because mm. they, you know, at the end they lost that game. It turns out it was all good. We still made it. But there was a lot talked about the culture. And, and many journos, and myself included, believed it was the right thing to do. You stuffed up, especially the captain in Matt Moylan. He did make a massive, massive error in, in deciding to go out that night. And um, yeah, a lot of people praised Hook for, uh, for doing what he did. While it could have had bad effects for their mm. finals campaign, I think it did sort of help with the culture in the team. And I think a lot of the senior players. I definitely agreed with it. But I guess as we say, moments that define the season, if you now look back and you go, well, that if we won that game, then Penrith would have been competing for a top four spot. Mm. It changes everything. So, you know, I guess those boys can look back on it and, and hopefully they learnt their lesson from that. And we now know Anthony Griffin, well, you know, nothing uh, bad happens under Anthony in the terms that he, he's going to be a strong coach. Well, yeah, that's right. He, he did the right thing. And as you said, those players have learned, well, Peter Hiku is no longer at the club anymore, no. so they're quite happy to, no, to got let rid of him go. Uh, it's an expensive drink for Peter. <laughs> That's right. And obviously, Wanga Blake, he seems to have turned the corner a bit mm. since then. Matt Moylan was still a bit of dramas around him at the moment. Not sure whether he's learned a lesson or not, but I guess we'll see in time. We will talk about Matt Moylan shortly. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. 
Let's have a look at another moment that defined the season. The winning run home, Nathan. Uh, seven wins in a row. Mm-hmm. The Panthers produced to get 14 competition points and, and somehow <laughs> get into the top eight. All seemed lost on an afternoon at ANZ Stadium mm-hmm. midway through the year when the Panthers lost to South. I think it was 42-14 or something like that. They were dreadful. It looked like the season was over. What happened after that? Yeah, exactly right. The season looked to be over. I spoke to the players the next day and I said, is this it for you guys? Is Anthony Griffin under pressure? What's going on? And they said, look, they were really down after the game, but there was something in them that believed that that was the worst of it. After everything that happened this year, that was the worst that could possibly get. And the week after, they managed to beat Manly and then they went on that seven-game win streak up until right up to the end of the season. And I think that was a pivotal moment in getting the side to the finals. They needed to win all those games. And we looked at the draw each week, Troy, and mm. we said, geez, they're, they're winnable games. They can do them. And, and as each week came, they managed to do it. And this streak could have went on forever, but at seven games was brilliant. And some particular highlights during that run. I mean, beating the Warriors in New Zealand, no yep. easy task. Um, and of course, beating Canberra in Canberra when Canberra needed to win. Uh, that was an incredible victory. Yeah, that was definitely the standout. The Canberra had to win that game and Penrith played out of sight. They were fantastic and, and almost lost it too. If you remember at the end, mm. there was a late try that we had to score to win it and they managed to do that. And I remember Matt Moylan running down the clock with about yes. 15 seconds to go and, and that was a great moment because that sort of almost just about cemented a spot in the finals for Penrith. So yeah, definitely a, a great winning streak. And was it a record winning streak or was some sort of... Uh, I think it was. Uh, well, it wasn't quite a, a record winning streak, I don't think, but it was a record winning streak at home, I think. Yeah. Right. Include the Bathurst game. There was a biggest uh, winning a streak in a long few, time. Yeah, yeah, a whole few, a few records there that were definitely under threat. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, the Panthers didn't end the season all that well. <laughs> no. But anyway, uh, all right, we're going to come back and look at the final defining moment of the year, and also some special mentions as well. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. <laughs> As we look at some of the defining moments of the Panthers season for 2017 and we have to finish with the Matt Moylan saga. Mm. We still don't know where this is going to end and even though the Panthers seemed to get through it okay, it kind of looked like it had taken its toll against the Broncos. They needed Matt Moylan out there. The skipper wasn't there and it's all to do with these personal issues and time away from the game Matt's taking. How much of a toll do you think it took on Penrith in that last month of football? Yeah, look, obviously we were talking during the season when Matt Moylan was out for various issues with his hamstring and that and we were saying they don't really look like they're missing him. They were really concerned, but it, it did start to become a concern when they hit finals time, and I think that's when they needed him most. Yes, he did have a hamstring injury going into the finals. Sounds like he wouldn't have been fit for that game against Manly anyway, but I've been told he would definitely have been fit for the Broncos game, but they chose to leave him out due to his personal issues. They came out and did a big press conference hmm. and said, look, he's going to take some time away from the game, and it would have just been very bizarre for him to be back just days later lining up with all these issues surrounding him. So, yeah, they definitely did miss him in that that game against Brisbane as we mentioned in in your season review though that the attack wasn't existent in no, that game against Brisbane. I mean, they, the defence was pretty good, but their attack was horrible when they were in the red zone. So I think Matt Morley is a big part of Penrith, and I think he needs to be there next year if they are to make another push for the Premiership. Ooh. But uh, time will tell. OK, well, let's let's see, because I'm going to throw out my prediction. I think Matt Morley has played his last game for the Penrith Panthers. I think he will be on the Northern Beaches next mm-hmm. year. There's, there's <laughs> you know, that's, that's my prediction. What are you thinking? <sighs> Look, I hope he stays. I think he'll stay. I just feel Ooh, the club okay. is been very strong in the fact that, you know, they were saying he's going to be 100% there. Mm. He wants to be there. That was the first words that came out of his mouth. He wants to stay at Penrith. So he's really just going to have to sort out his issues. He's got to maybe get rid of the captaincy. I think that's the first thing they need to do and, and just take some of the pressure off him a bit so he can get back to doing what he does best. And that's, um, yeah, playing really good footy for the Panthers. All right. We'll see where it ends up. This is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. <laughs> 
Well, it's, uh, we've had a look at the five defining moments, the Bryce Cartwright saga, the Bathurst win, the Moylan Hiku and Blake scandal, the winning run, and of course the Matt Moylan saga. Just some um, some notable mentions. Um, Josh Mansour returning, that was brilliant. Mm. Um, the day that Penrith smashed the dogs, yes. uh, he came back really well. He did, and a lot of people said that that was the day that Penrith started to get their season back on track. Mm. They really missed him in that first part of the season. And I think he's such a big leader on the field as well as off a great locker room guy, and he just provides so much meters for that team. So, yeah, him coming back was definitely a big big win for the side. Also, what a year for Nathan Cleary, apart from the Cleary v Cleary game that um, they got a lot of attention, a yes. record-breaking year, top point scorer, quite an incredible season, a breakout year for Nathan Cleary. Yeah, just a terrific, terrific fella and a great player, and you can tell he's going to be one of the game's best you know, in the next couple of years. He's just got such a great head on his shoulders. You know, and I was hearing him on Kyle and Jackie O the other day. Yeah. He just handled those questions with ease. Uh, and so I don't, I don't, I not hear that because I was listening to Roscoe. Um, you know. Yeah, look, he, he's fantastic, and Penrith really need to hold on to him for as long as possible. There was a talk of an extension during the year. He's mm. he's turned that down at the moment. Um, wants to focus on his footy. He's still at Penrith for 2019. Don't forget, but um, I think they'll want to look at wrapping him up for. Uh, from next year on for, for a long time because he's definitely the one to get Penrith the Premiership in the future. And just the final notable mention, the finals win over Manly. I mean, in the end, you know, we haven't gone further than week mm. two, but that was an incredible night, <laughs> uh, an incredible win, and um, we're going to remember that one for a long time. Oh, absolutely. That we- Manly win was... Fantastic! Any time you win a finals game was great, but those those Manly fans they were they were vicious, they were brutal out there. <laughs> we were all amongst the fans out there, and we could hear it. And to um yeah to come back and win, obviously put a good stamp on that finish was, was fantastic. And yeah, Penrith deserved that. And unfortunately, it's all over though. All right, this is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. As we wrap up the 2017 Panther season, Nathan, I wrote during the week, uh, a few people disagreed, um, that Penrith simply didn't want it enough mm. this year. And that was based around a theory that there's a lot of young players that have come through the Penrith junior system where competitions are, are run and won pretty much every year. Yeah. Um, holding Cup, Reserve Grade, the, the whole kit and caboodle, SG Ball and, and Harold Matz. Plus the senior guys that we've got there have won competitions in a lot of cases. Yeah. James Tarmo at the Cowboys, Trent Merrin at the Dragons. So I kind of went down the, the theory that somehow Anthony Griffin's got to find a way to put a hunger in his team, premiership hunger in his mm. team. I reckon that's what was missing this year. Yeah, for sure. That can definitely be a possibility. I mean, you're right. A lot of the lower graders have won premierships in Holden Cup. We've covered them over the years. Mm. You know, 13 or so of them have been premiership winning in those grades. I mean, we've got some, you know, teams that are going to be involved this week as well. So it's just, yeah, it's definitely a good point you make. I don't know what he has to do to make them more hungrier. I just think that that team needs to stay together while there's no big changes or anything like that coming next year. I just think he needs to keep that core group together and they need to get some experience together. I think that was a big reason why they didn't win either. You see these teams that are that are in the final four, they were full of experience and yeah. we just didn't have much. So I think keep these guys together, more experience comes and, and they'll win the big games eventually. Absolutely. All right. Well, good luck to the Holden Cup Panthers. They play uh, our tribals Parramatta tonight yes. at Allianz Stadium for a spot in the grand final. And the Panthers up against the uh, Wyong Roos tomorrow too for uh, the New South Wales Premiership, the ISP. New South Wales Premiership, and if they win that, they go on to play the Queensland Cup Grand Final winners, which for all we know could be the Papua New Guinea uh, Hunters. Hunters. Yes, uh, so that'll be a great day on Grand Final. Let's hope cool. we've got some Panthers. Hey, in we there could have two teams final, in uh, in Ad- Stadium next week, so that'll be pretty exciting. We could have. All right, this is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. <laughs> Wrapping up the Panthers season, and that's pretty much it. Look, what would you give the Panthers season out of 10, Nathan, if you had to give them a, a ranking it's out of 10? 10, a premiership. 10 is a premiership. Oh, One is a wooden spoon. Where do you put them? I'm going to give them a six and a half. Six and a half. I reckon that's a fair rating. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, seven out of 10 from me, because I think that 
you know, it was it was a good season when you look back on it, but you never felt confident no, about Penrith at no, any stage. No, there were some worrying moments there where, oh, geez, I, I don't want to relive those again next year. So <laughs> let's hope that they're more, more consistent next year and uh, we have much more enjoyable years. Absolutely. All right. Well, just finally, um, obviously, we don't have a lot of our regular segments this week yeah. uh, because of uh, You special... don't want me to do nutrition for No, 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 no <laughs> nutrition. But uh, the What's On segment. Now, you've got a very significant What's On event. Yes. Because the residents of Thornton, great community <laughs> on the right. north yep. side of Penrith. A little bit of an issue is with rubbish. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you're out there and you, you're littering in Thornton, stop it. All right? This is, you know, we're going to get the cameras on you. <laughs> but you're going to go out there with everyone in Thornton tomorrow and have a big clean up. Yes, 8 a.m. tomorrow. The residents Ooh. of Thornton, we're meeting at the Early community centre. And, uh, yeah, we'll be getting our litter sticks and bags and we'll be dispersing across the estate mm. to, to pick up all the rubbish. We do this every three months because, unfortunately, <laughs> the place is a pigsty where there's the builders building all the apartments and they just cause a mess. Mm. All the commuters, I've spotted a few commuters that just park their cars in front of people's houses. Just get rid just of their rubbish. Open up their back door and just push it all out. <laughs> I'm not joking. It, it's absolutely... Some of the things I've found on that street, you're like, how did, uh, how did that end up there? So, yeah, tomorrow from... So, if you feel like just picking eight up to some 11, rubbish, I did it a couple of months on, ago. just text Jonathan Thurston. He loves picking up <laughs> it's rubbish. Right. It's very enjoyable. It's like therapeutic. You just feel like you've achieved something. It's really strange. <laughs> but, yeah, get out there. There's food on and, and some drinks and... Yeah, enjoy the local right. community in the sunshine. Well, if you want to join Nathan at Thornton tomorrow, be there, 8 and o'clock. stop littering, the please, people. <laughs> stop, stop littering. Your trolleys, put them back where they belong. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is Vintage FM and the Western Weekender. Well, that is it for this week's edition of The Week. Nathan, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Troy. And you'll be back. Of course, you'll have a, a bit of a sleep over the off-season. Yes. And uh, you'll be oh, back. Oh, no, we've got Wanderers coming up ah, and obviously yes. the Giants. I saw you hard at work on your Wanderers season preview earlier today. Um, look, looks like a good season ahead, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I have to give him mate Tony Popovich a call and uh, ah, see what he's got for me. Yeah, he'll, he'll have it all uh, lined up and a good season ahead for the Wanderers. So uh, make sure you keep reading the Western Weekender for all of Nathan's uh, coverage, including all the Panthers news in the off season. Because I have a feeling there's going to be a few stories emerge sure during will. the off season. All right, well if you uh, caught the podcast on WesternWeekender.com.au or on iTunes or listened on Vintage FM, thanks very much for your company. We would love your feedback, of course. Email us at the week at WesternWeekender.com.au. Don't forget the music you grew up with on Vintage FM and Penrith's leading local newspaper, The Western Weekender, out every Friday. We'll see you next time on The Week. Bye for now.